What's that cold, increasingly harsh feeling in the air? If you said winter, you're partly right. The whole truth is it's economic winter, a period in which wise investments in real assets will be more important than has been the case for many, many decades. Get ready for some hard truth and strategies to weather the storm of the economic winter. I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode 181. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of record for savvy, self-directed investors like you. Get ready for another dose of predictably profitable thinking. May I share a personal note with you before we begin? Well, of course I can. It's my show. <laughs> Today is the 18th birthday of my first child, Kayla. Boy, this this and her transition to college in the fall, man, it's, it's been tough on me. She's, she's handling it all like a champ, but I find myself tearing up at the strangest times. I'm not really a fan of this transition, though I've got to say she's made a liar of everyone who told me to dread the teenage years. She's been an absolute delight and has never, ever been in any trouble and has always done really well in school. I guess I'm just blabbering now, but Kayla, I know you'll hear this. Heck, you'll probably be the person who edits and posts this show for all the world to hear. I want you to know how amazing I think you are, really. You're just an amazing young lady. And what, what's thrilling for me is that I can clearly see a number of ways that, that you're amazing that you've not yet discovered yet. You think that everybody has those same wonderful qualities that you have, but it's just not like that, as you'll soon learn. You're special. It's going to be a great life for you, kid. And I just encourage you to always pursue wisdom as your highest priority and always operate with gratitude as your prevailing attitude. And view every blessing as an opportunity to be a wise, generous steward. Do those things, Kayla, and everything will always work out just as God intended. I love you, Kayla, and and happy birthday. Well, that's a season that's changing in my life, and it's a big one. But there's a season that's changing for all of us, in, in America at least. This season has been in effect in a number of other developed economies for quite a while already, and that is the economic winter. It's a period of the economic cycle that's marked by what I'd describe as a reckoning, a time to pay the piper. There's been a lot of foolish excess in the United States brought on by our leaders at the top and by our own willingness to spend our monies in ways that can't be described as wise. Many of the policies in retrospect look like they were actually designed specifically to weaken this country. It's as if Americans vote and politicians govern on the basis of an adolescent idealism rather than giving heed to any considerations of wisdom. The examples are many. There's a serious immigration crisis in this country that's been growing for decades and has accelerated drastically in the last seven years. Yes, I'm talking about illegal immigration. And if that raises your hackles, if the prospect of my using the word illegal rather than undocumented insults you or brings you to think negatively of me, then your thinking is consistent with the idealism that I mentioned, which is antithetical to actual wisdom. Put feelings aside. Be wise. Folks, just because something feels good doesn't mean it is good. It's shocking that adults, many in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond, simply haven't learned that lesson yet. People, supply and demand are the central economic considerations, nothing else. Supply and demand. Adolescent notions of fairness do not play into the equation because fairness isn't a real thing. Fairness is an arbitrary standard that's determined not by the wisest among us, but by those who scream the loudest. Fairness is always a distraction, an intellectual smokescreen designed to shape policy and law to the whims of those clinging to that adolescent reasoning. 
And then there's the entire mortgage crisis as another example. Another example of this adolescent thinking is the entire mortgage crisis. It's easy to blame that on the ratings agencies and on the big financial institutions, and they certainly have culpability. But every bit of that was enabled by government policies that required, actually forced lenders to make loans to people who had zero ability to repay and forced the the lenders to accept collateral worth far less than the loans. Every bit of that was precipitated and encouraged by government policy. And all of that leaves us where we are today, economic winter. There's a confluence of factors at this time, a strengthening dollar which discourages foreign investment in America, a clearly weakening domestic economy, a huge and wealthy generation, the baby boomers, who are now shifting their spending from consumables and into health care in mass, and a government that's bent on expanding its reach into and control of health care and the entire financial system. What does it all mean? Well, here's what I fear, what I sense. Look, I'm an amateur at the financial prognostication stuff, so take this for what you will. I sense a certain malaise, a desperation that's growing, not of a financial nature, but a crisis of confidence. Consider these words and whether they apply today. Quote, the threat is nearly invisible in ordinary ways. It's a crisis of confidence. It's a crisis that strikes at the very heart and soul and spirit of our national will. We can see this crisis in the growing doubt about the meaning of our own lives and in the loss of a unity of purpose for our nation. The erosion of confidence in the future is threatening to destroy the social and political fabric of America. Folks, do those words resonate? If yes, you should be concerned. Those words come from Jimmy Carter's famous malaise speech, and they refer to a time to which we do not want to return, but which the policies instituted in in this country appear to be recreating for us right now. That's the price of basing fiscal policy on idealism rather than wisdom. That's the price of giving credence to demands for a $15 minimum wage to people who simply are not worth $15 an hour. That's the price of giving respect to foolish movements like Occupy Wall Street from a few years ago and the price of actually believing that there's a widespread epidemic of law enforcement officers targeting minorities for murder. It's all sensational and makes for great headlines, but the truth behind the headlines is always different. Yet the profoundly negative impact on the national psyche is nevertheless powerful and increasingly palpable. It's time to let go of idealism and embrace wisdom, adult wisdom, wisdom that demands responsibility and not just rights. What are we to do? Well, you and I as self-directed investors are really at the center of the storm, whether you realize it or not. Our assets are at risk each day as they should be generating returns for us. And for a long time, there have been returns to be had by deploying capital into questionable but socially acceptable assets. But my friends, a time for prudence has come, a time for wisdom, a time for a certain conservatism. The malaise that I sense we're approaching won't necessarily be characterized by a huge sudden downfall in stocks or real estate. Those kinds of flash crashes could be a part of it, but I sense a longer-term doldrums, a stagnation motivated by fear and mistrust. It won't last forever, but it could last for a substantial season. From a purely practical perspective, the thing to do during times of stagnation is to focus your capital into real assets, not just paper. You may think I'm referring to stocks when I say paper, and I am, but I'm also talking about cash. The value of the dollar is high right now. It's a good time to convert it into real assets, but not just any assets. You've got to go with assets that can themselves produce cash, and not just cash-flowing assets, but cash-flowing assets for which your basis is substantially below current value in order to insulate you from economic shocks that happen along the way. My prediction? 15 years from now, the people who today focus on making value-oriented purchases of real, meaning non-paper assets, well, 
Those people will be doing very well in 15 years. And yes, I do mean real estate and also potentially some precious metals. Now, this is not a blanket endorsement of real estate as an asset class, by the way. I think that a key component of real estate as a hedge against the stagnation and economic pain that I fear is to come is to always and only acquire real estate on a value basis, less than what it's officially worth today. A good rule is this. If you acquire real estate at a cost that allows you to rent it out for less than the market rent and still be profitable, then you've got a good, strong basis. I suspect that people buying real estate, even for the purpose of cash flow, but who pay full retail price for it today, those are the people who think they're being wise now but will be bitten in the not-too-distant future. My friends, please consider today's discussion of the economic winter which we may now be entering. Consider this a call to wisdom and conservatism. Consider this a call to forsake the idealism that feels good but is not based in reality and is antithetical to wisdom. Consider this a call to consider the long-term and future generations as important considerations rather than just a sideshow. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 